Welcome, change agents. I'm so glad you're here. This is Cheryl Klein, and you're listening to the Limitless Leader Podcast. Hey there, Cheryl here. Today is a very special day. We are here with Dina Jones from Fannie Mae. Dina, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule, and congratulations as you're new, in your new role, excuse me, as VP. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited to learn a few strategies from you. We're going to be talking the same language about confidence because that's what I talk about all day long. And that's what really attracted me to this conversation. And you have some very real firsthand experience now transitioning into a VP role in the office of the CIO. But before we get started, you know, a lot of times people think that you were just born into the world as a vice president in the office of the CIO. But a lot of times, you know, a lot of things transpire before then. And so can you share a little bit about your story and what either inspired you to greatness as a young person or maybe made life a little difficult and you just made a conscious decision to overcome it and go a different direction? So can you share a little bit about how you got to where you are today? Sure. Yeah. Um, pretty big question. But um you know, growing up, I'll talk about, you know, what inspired me just when I really think about what really inspired me. Um, it would be my mom is the one that really inspired me. So I grew up with my mom. She was divorced. Um, and so grew up with her most most of my life. Um, and what inspired me about my mom is her work at her work ethic. Um, she truly worked really hard. Um, and so she, and she was my only real role model, um, that, that, you know, was around me that I could see. Um, and I, even at a young age would go with her and see her at work. Um, and I could see not only that she worked hard, but it seemed that people respected her. She had a good relationship with the people around her. Um, and I think that really inspired me. Um, I think that, you know, one of the things that I remember her saying to me that really stuck with me, um, where there's a will, there's a way, mm -hmm. right? We didn't have a lot, but she worked hard. And, you know, she made sure that, you know, I really didn't want for anything. And so that is really, I think, what has inspired me. And at the time, maybe didn't even realize it, um, but it is what drove me all the way through college. You know, I am first generation college, college graduate. Um, and for me, it really never was an option like anything else. Um, and, you know, of course she was a big driver for me being able to have that opportunity to go to college. And then once I was out of college, you know, starting my career, um, I just, I think I kept that worth work ethic with me. Mm -hmm. um, so I think, you know, that's my story and what inspires me. And I think if my mom were watching or listening and she heard me say that, she'd probably be really surprised and shocked. But um, I would say my mom. Yeah. And so that's amazing. And a lot of times, too, it's important for us to communicate that, you know, if your mother's living, I assume she's living. Yes. Uh, and to just, you know, I might, you know, uh, suggest that you communicate that to her because it might make her day or her year. Um, 
And so that being said, it seems like you were born in a confident environment. Like if you put your head down, you can make it happen. And not everybody is that fortunate. So that's really the bedrock of building confidence. And if you don't have that, you're watching. And sometimes people have the opposite. Someone in their life saying, who are you to do this? You know? And um, so then, but just to know that there are the skills, you know, that confidence is, is right. a muscle. Now, that being said, even with that good, that amazing foundation, that amazing role model, and also that push, because it sounds like she expected a lot of you as well. You know, um, a lot of times with every, with every next level, there is some fear and doubt. And so was there ever a time in your life where maybe you felt a little bit like an imposter or you felt really doubtful? Like, I know conceptually that I can do whatever I put my mind to, but maybe down in your gut, you were a little doubtful. And then how did you push through that? Oh, Cheryl, quite often, <laughs> you know, early in my career, um, you know, maybe I didn't realize it or feel it as much, uh, but certainly as I progressed in my career and more responsibilities, definitely bigger doubts. Um, and, and really when it comes to, you know, making that next step in my career, going after, you know, uh, a different job. So if I wanted to leave one company and, you know, go somewhere else for a different opportunity, um, that's really where I had a lot of doubt. Right. Um, and even, you know, within where I currently work at Fannie Mae throughout the years, pursuing other opportunities and other roles, um, you know, that was always scary um, where I had a lot of self-doubt, wasn't quite confident. You know, was I the fit for the role? You know, I think a lot of times, especially women, um, try to be the perfect fit for it. They read a job description. Right. And we're looking to check all the boxes and be the perfect fit. And just that mentality there, it's a lot of self-doubt. Um, and so, um, you know, I've chose to go after it. Um, and taking those risks were so rewarding. But there were a lot of, I got a lot of no's before I got to where I am. But it was still rewarding. I learned a lot um, each time I did that and through that process. Um, so I, I wouldn't change anything. Um, it was taking that first step is always the hardest. But once you do it, I've, I've learned it becomes easier. So it sounds like if you were counseling your younger self, you would say you don't need to check all the boxes. A couple of the boxes are fine and you need to go for it. Yes, take more risks. Mm -hmm. And that's 100% because I think there is some research out there that says that, you know, women, if there's 10 boxes to check, women need to check about eight before on average before they throw their head in the arena and men are like three boxes, I'm good to go. Uh, and so right. what you're talking about what you're doing by taking a risk, even when you don't feel quite ready, is um, is really taking personal responsibility to be seen more and to have greater visibility. And so I just really wanted to highlight not just what you said, but what you've done. And my hope for anyone listening is that you really listen to that wholeheartedly and align yourself with someone who is going to 
push you outside your comfort zone and someone who really has your best interest at heart, because sometimes it's hard to do that on your own. Absolutely. And that last part, what you said, like doing it on your own. Um, I think if, like you said earlier, if I could go back and tell my younger self something is I don't have to do it on my own. Um, I highly encourage people if they don't already build a network of people around you that can support you and guide you. So having mentors and even sponsors, it's so important. I'm lucky enough where I um, built that network, especially later in my career, where they really pushed me, probably believed in my believed in me when maybe I didn't even believe in myself. Um, yeah. And that really helped and pushed me to take those risks. Yeah. So I don't know for anyone that's listening right now, that's so important that I wanted to kind of repeat it. And if you're thinking, well, I don't know who to ask or the person I need to ask, there's no way that he or she would sponsor me. I would really encourage you to make a big ask. You know, of course you need to be prepared and make it well worth the person's time. Um, but people are going to be more willing to help than you might think. So that's really important. And I'm really glad that you brought that up and to be really proactive about thinking about where do I want to go and who is most important that I align with to get there. Um, and then when you think about the, the mindset required, because of course we're going to blend what, you know, your career you've been doing with my ex, you know, area of expertise and mental toughness and high performance, but, when you think about what you've already done and what's either innate to you or the muscle that's been built um, in being able to get to the role where you are, what type of mindset has been most important for you? Yeah, great question. I think um, there are a few things I can think of. One, always learning um, is so important. It's one mindset, right? Um, always seeking to learn more and grow like that never stops. It's not like you get to a place and okay, I'm here and I don't need to learn anymore. It's so important, you know, whatever your, your role is, whatever you're going after to continue to learn, um, and grow is so important. Um, and I really try to be intentional uh, one of the things that has kept me at Fannie Mae is I feel like I am constantly being challenged and I'm always learning something. You know, I work with uh, really smart people um, and I feel like I'm always learning. So that would be the first thing. Um, the second thing I think of in terms of mindset, listening more, especially as, you know, um, I've developed in my career. Um, I find, you know, where I have more responsibilities or just uh, growing in my role, listening becomes so important. Um, listening to each other, listening to just different perspectives is really important. So I think those are two really important mindsets that have guided me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's safe to say that listening and learning help to build confidence. Because yes. a lot of times it's people lose sight of the fact that doing is what builds confidence. You know, when I have the honor of working, I've worked with a handful of Olympians and, you know, they started off like everybody else, not knowing how to walk, you know, and then they know how to walk and they know how to run. And 
um, eventually they they decide on something and learn the skills to progress where and that's just um, listening and learning is so so important and whether it's listening or learning or anything else um, those two things seem really important to you to build your confidence because if you know a lot of times we think that if I am well read or I know the policies or I'm prepared then we tend to be confident in how we show up and we feel confident. Um, and that's really important because what we're thinking in our mind comes out our mouth, right? So if we feel confident, we're gonna sound confident. And the same works for the other way. If we're a little doubtful or you know, we think that we got let into the, you know, we have a seat at the table, but someone made a mistake by pulling up a chair for us, um, then, you know, our words aren't going to land as well. So I really want to highlight what you said and that, um, and that either learning and listening or whatever it is that makes you feel confident is important to, to really accelerate into and do it consistently. And, and so, Absolutely. and then I'm thinking then in your, you know, you're fairly new to the role that you're in with, um, and of course, congratulations again. That's pretty exciting and not easy to do for anyone that's not familiar. Um, but if you think about a lot of times in high performance, we like to do what's called future casting. And so if you think about, you know, some day far down the line, um, when maybe you're not in the role, maybe you get promoted again or um, someday down the line, what is your legacy? How do you want to be remembered in your role? Like what's most important? Wow, Cheryl. <laughs> Asking all the tough questions. Yeah. Um, so I think one thing that's really important to me is really making a difference in people's careers. You know, I want to help others achieve their career goals. I want to inspire them. Um, and, you know, hopefully I can do that um, in my current role. So I think that would be one thing as, you know, my legacy. And of course, be able to do something transformational would be pretty awesome. Yeah, and that's amazing. And I really want to highlight that because that takes an immense amount of uh, confidence, but also a lot of courage because to do something transformational, we have to push people to think in a different way. And we have to make people um, a little uncomfortable, to be totally honest, and then yeah. stay persistent with it once you get pushed back. And so I want everyone to listen, listening to really think that in whatever role you're in, what transformation can you create? And this is a combination that I talk about a lot, but it's a combination of passion and also what you're good at. And one thing that women are, and I'm going to throw us all under the bus at the same time. One thing that we're really not that great at is verbalizing what we're good at. Like, what do we like? What are we good at? What progress have we made? And so I want you to, you know, everyone listening to really think about if, what am I passionate about? What am I good at? And how can I verbalize it more? Because women, we don't want to brag. We don't want to make it a big deal. We don't want to have the light shine on us and take it away from someone else. 
But you know, the problem is, is that a lot of times our, I was going to say our male counterparts and some of our other female counterparts, but for sure our male counterparts is part of their DNA. They typically do that very well. And Absolutely. So more visible. Yeah. And when you talk about passion, you know, to your earlier question and comment, you know, when you're passionate about something, you are more confident, right, in the role and um, it goes hand in hand. And so it, it's so important. And I think, um, you know, growing and taking risks, it's uncomfortable. And so, you know, for myself, if I, if I feel like I'm too comfortable, it's time for me to reassess what I'm doing. Um, maybe I should be doing something different. Yes. And when I'm uncomfortable, I feel like, well, maybe I'm on the right track. Right. Maybe you're on the right track. And then just thinking about who do I need to align with? Who do I need to learn? And all of that. So I just want everyone listening to really pay attention to those, to those things, because they're so important. I really believe that, you know, every woman in their, in their gut, in their heart has something so important to share right now. And, you know, we've talked about it a little bit offline, but the, the state of affairs right now in our companies and, you know, in the world, it needs, women need to be heard more now than ever. So I really encourage you to take some of Dina's tips to heart and um, start pushing yourself more, start aligning more with people or coaches who are gonna help you access that best version of yourself. Now, when you think about everyone who's listening, who might be listening, you know, reading on my blog or hearing on YouTube or, you know, all the different places that this is gonna go or in LinkedIn, what is, um, a message or a call to action because we are talking about the importance of work being applied. Like, I love that this interview has been fun, it's been informative, but I also want listeners who have taken time out of their precious day to really uh, think about oh, never thought about that. I'm going to try doing that. So, you know, I know there's many things that you've shared, but is there one thing that you could share with the audience as a call to action? And it might be the same thing that you would have coached your younger self to, but what do you want to leave everyone with? Well, Cheryl, I don't know if it's just one thing. Um, so I might be breaking the rules a little bit, but I would say build your network. We're not going to get there just on our own. Maybe some will. Maybe they can do it all by themselves, uh, which is fantastic. But I would say for the most part, right, build your network. You need the support of your network to help you get where you want to go. Support each other and your network. You know, it, it is those mentors, you know, coaches, your trusted advisors, your sponsors is so important. Um, and I would say, take risks, right? And I think building that network, I think will help you to be able to navigate and take some of those smart risks in your career. Mm -hmm. So take risks, I think that, and these are calculated risks. Absolutely. And, um, and then aligning yourselves with people who can help you because anyone who has ever, I think I'm pretty safe to say, not anyone, I don't want to make it so finite, but a majority of the people who have ever achieved anything great 
have not done it in solitude. So I agree with you a hundred percent and that align with people who believe in you be very proactive about doing that and take some risks that will really serve you on your quest for your next level of leadership. Yeah. And, and taking risks, you know, that could mean different things to different people, right? You have to interpret it for yourself. Um, it, but it really starts with articulating, right? What you want. I talk to people where they expect that their manager, right? It's just going to know that they want uh, that next role or that promotion or something different. And the real is no, right? It starts with articulating, right? And to them, that might be taking a risk. Um, and I want to agree with you 100% because actually we just did a, a talk and how to help women increase their visibility impact. And it's actually speaking to your point. It's a myth. I want everyone to hear this. I'm going to share a myth. And the myth is that our hard work speaks for itself because it does not. And if it does, not enough. That's so right. I like to think of, you know, it being a year of personal responsibility of being more vocal to have, you know, not just a seat at the table, but a voice at the table and really take action on some of the important things that you've been talking about 100%. Well, Dina, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. As always, it's great to talk to you. I look forward to following your journey at Fannie Mae. And uh, really, congratulations again to your continued success. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you for having me. And this was a lot of fun. Yeah, of course. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow or subscribe to the Limitless Leader Podcast with Cheryl Klein on whatever podcast platform you use. We'll let you know every time we release a new episode. And if you really enjoyed what you've heard so far, rate and review us too. That's one of the best ways that you can support us and make sure that this podcast keeps going. And also, I offer a significant library of free mental toughness and high-performance videos, worksheets, tips, and other helpful content on my website at www.cherylkline.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Cheryl Klein, and I look forward to having you back next time. And remember, you're only limited by what you think is possible. Cheering you on always.